0: PRO GROUP MANAGEMENT, WORKERS' COMP THAT WORKS FOR YOU.
1: WELCOME TO NEVADA NEWSMAKERS. I'M RANDY THOMPSON, FILLING IN FOR SAM SHAD. TODAY I'LL BE TALKING TO JAMES Settlemeyer, THE DIRECTOR OF CONSERVATION AND NATURAL RESOURCES. COMING UP ON AN ALL NEW
2: NEVADA NEWSMAKERS. BIG R IN SPARKS IS LOCATED ON Bering BOULEVARD NEXT TO SMITH'S AND ACROSS FROM REED HIGH SCHOOL. It's a 50,000-square-foot hardware store and a whole lot more. It's huge, with clothing, power equipment, tools, and of course, hardware. Big R is located on Bering Boulevard in Sparks, next to Smith's and opposite Reed High School. Big R. Hardware and a whole lot more.
3: Love and Luck are in the air at Carson Valley Inn. $1,000 winners guaranteed every drawing night, up to $7,500 every Saturday, and $15,000 in grand prize giveaways Friday, March 31st. It's the Love and Luck giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn.
4: The do it right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again. For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com.
2: As you know, Reno is booming. Tolls Development Company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Tolls Development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com. tollsdevelopment.com.
5: Retail's impact on Nevada's economy, enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail. We help it grow. And we mean business.
3: R-A-N-N-V org. Win some leprechaun loot during the $75,000 all-cash Go Green giveaways. More than 150 winners in all. Find your pot of gold with $15,000 in weekly cash giveaways guaranteed. And $25,000 in grand prize giveaways, including a $15,000 cash top prize. It's a good time to win at Tamarack Casino.
0: Nevada Newsmaker Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shand, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad.
1: And we're back on Nevada Newsmakers, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Senator James Settlemeyer, who is now Director of Conservation and Natural Resources, which I think is really cool. I really <laughs> do. So you're a cattleman, you're a rancher, um, and conservation and natural resources really impacts ranching and cattle. Um, and as you know, I worked for the Fish and Wildlife Service for about 10 years. And I always found that the landowners the, the concert, were, were actually some of the best conservationist people. Because you can't have cattle if you don't have food. And you can't have food if you don't have good land. And yet it seems like the environmental community kind of picks a lot on, on landowners and farmers and ranchers. When really, you're a caretaker of the earth, a lot better, I think, than a lot of folks think you are. You want to defend your, your profession? <laughs>
6: Appreciate that, Randy. It's always a pleasure to be on Nevada Newsmakers. You know, when I got out of college, a degree in agricultural education, a couple I best, but I came back and got on the local conservation district right away. And in that capacity, I started actually going to different meetings, of course, and missed a meeting in Yarrington. It was kind of funny. I got a call about a month after that meeting from Governor, then Gwynn. He said, congratulations. And I said, for what? He goes, You missed the meeting in Arrington, didn't you? Yeah, I did. He goes, Well, congratulations. You're now on the Nevada State Conservation Commission. Uh, and in that respect, that'll teach you. It teaches you to you know, not miss a meeting. And showed up to that meeting, and unfortunately, there was a car wreck. So I was about 15, 20 minutes late. Mm-hmm. And you know, in that respect, they walked in the meeting and said, Congratulations, Chairman. <laughs> uh, so you know, don't be late to a meeting and don't miss a meeting. There you go. So with that, I started you know, testifying in the Nevada legislature and then working with some of them, and then Lynn Hetrick and Senator Jacobson and I worked on various issues. Uh, so, yeah, but the family's been doing this for a long time. I mean, my great-grandfather, great-uncle, actually, started the Carson Valley Conservation District back then, the Soil Conservation District, back in the 30s after the Dust Bowl. Mm-hmm. So the family's been in Nevada since 1880. You know, so, yeah, stewardship has always been part of the mix. Conservation has always been there mm-hmm. and always will be. Yeah. And through that, I've worked with you when you were at the you know, fish hatchery back in the days. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, worked on rangeland issues with the Forest Service and BLM, Bureau of Land Management. So currently in my position right now as director of the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, you look at all the issues that I deal with, whether it's the State Forest Service, the State Nevada Department of Environmental Protection, or the Division of Water Resources, all those aspects I've always dealt with in the State of Nevada, even right down to, you know, State Historic Improvement Preservation, mm-hmm. SHPO. Yep. Uh, always having to do things with them. If the structure is over 40 years old on your own property, you have to consult and talk with them about issues if you're using federal funds.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: So it's just kind of a natural. Uh, it's interesting, a lot deeper dive than previously. Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes annoying, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Yep.
1: So is this kind of your dream job, being uh, head of this conservation?
6: You know, I've never thought about uh, being a state employee, to tell you the truth. It mm-hmm. just kind of happened. Okay. So in that respect, it's not really a, you know a dream job, but it's been a fascinating experience, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm trying to get a lot of good things done for the citizens of the state of Nevada and keep the state moving in the right direction.
1: So water is probably the number one issue for the state, even though right now we're deluged in snow up here. Um, But even the Rockies are getting a good amount of water, and hopefully that'll help Lake Mead and southern Nevada. But um, how many water bills are there right now in the legislature?
6: (laughs) To my knowledge, there's about 50 right now.
1: Okay.
6: uh, And still more to come because the final deadlines aren't done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Myriad of different bills from a couple from Division of Water Resources to obviously some from individuals and from committee bills. And a lot of them not drafted yet, mm-hmm. so we're going to have to see. Uh, with that many bills, it'll be interesting to see what mix comes through. Mm-hmm. But as we know, we also have some court cases that have influenced these bills, and it'll be interesting. You know, the speaker's wife had an interesting ruling out of Whitewater uh, wrong name for the you know basin, but in that respect, it'll be interesting to see what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. What are you optimistic that we're going to? Um, well, we're never going to stop the fights. Like they what was it, Mark Twain that said, "Whiskey's for drinking, water's fighting over." Uh, mm-hmm. We're never going to end the water wars that we have in Nevada, and you're always going to have that struggle. But is there is there some way to kind of work together on some of these issues that don't have to go to the courts?
6: I would believe so. You know, the the bigger issue right now is we need to streamline the process in order to get decisions done in a, in a better time frame. Uh, regardless who wins or loses, it's probably going to court anyways. A mm-hmm. lot of these, There's are just arguments that you know, they want to bring forward. Uh, In that respect, I think over about 50% of the arguments are ended up in court, Mm -hmm. and that's really sad. I wish we could return to the day where there's a little bit more consistency. And I think that the Supreme Court's doing the right thing in discussing the idea of taking some lawyers, or judges rather, and training them up on water law in order to provide a little bit more consistency in these rulings. And also, I think it's extremely difficult. You know, you go to a local community that may have one or two judges, And then you want them to actually make a decision between two water interests in a community. And it's very hard for them to be on the ballot the next time and make those type of decisions. And they may not necessarily have the expertise. It would probably make more sense to have a more learned individual, Mm -hmm. step into that role as a senior judge or something of that nature and Mm. travel around and kind of make those decisions with the most knowledge on that aspect.
1: So you, you think the state should actually have a, like a water judge that just travels to jurisdictions? No, I don't think do you think that's a possibility? Or?
6: I don't think necessarily one judge. Okay. I think the concept of creating some water law classes to give judges the opportunity to create a little bit more of an expertise in that. And I think that's kind of where they're aiming right now. Okay. And I think that's a wise idea.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this.
6: What do you count
0: on? Pro Group Management is the place where companies can find workers' comp solutions that are designed to meet their specific business requirements. As regulations evolve, Pro Group takes a proactive approach to clear the path to make sure your business stays ahead of the curve. Knowing your workers' comp program is optimized, you can focus on other important matters related to your growing business. Pro Group Management. Workers'
7: comp that works for you.
4: The do-it-right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at NevadaHeating.com.
3: Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to CarsonCityGreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward.
7: Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you. Safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators. From the exotic to the everyday. Trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward.
0: This is Nevada Newsmakers.
1: And back on Nevada Newsmakers with Conservation and Natural Resources Director James Settlemeyer. So um, last session, they created the Nevada Outdoor, I, I, I was looking at it from a recreation point of view, but a Nevada Outdoor Division. And the discussion at that point is does it go under tourism to encourage outdoor recreation or does it go under conservation to encourage people to just get outdoors and enjoy the the environment. And it's under your department. So what are you seeing kind of for the future of that program?
6: You know, there's currently a bill being sponsored right now by a speaker, Mr. Yeager. Speaker Yeager's bill seeks to give it $200,000 additional funding and I think his goal and objective and the legislature's goal and objective is to have that more towards education, towards the concept of getting children outside, outdoors, recreating, and education kind of at the same time, which I, I applaud. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to trying to work with him on that aspect, and so does our division. And obviously, whatever the legislature directs those funds towards, we will listen to their you know, testimony and try to do just that. Yeah, I think it's a laudable goal. I I think though that as we look at things in Nevada, there's always a desire saying get people off of their cell phones, you know, get away from the phone and get outdoors. I think it's probably a combination. Uh, We're getting pretty good cell site now. There's some great apps that'll actually work even when you're not uh, in communication, Mm GPS-wise, and that's a very good thing because unfortunately you lose
1: people in the outdoors sometimes. So Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
6: <laughs> so, hopefully, we can work with them and figure out exactly what they want to do, and we'll implement it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So, you've got multiple divisions in this, in your department, and I imagine the folks in Las Vegas or even downtown Reno don't think they're really impacted by what happens at Conservation and Natural Resources, but I would beg to differ, huh? And so would you. What are some of those divisions, and how do they impact uh, urban Nevada?
6: Well, obviously, the Division of Water Resources, water impacts the entire state. Yeah. Uh, outdoor recreation, same thing. Um, you know, if you even go to the other aspects, even SHIPO. you look at it, there are 276 markers throughout the state of Nevada that are historic markers that, you know, Raggio a long time ago did. But again, they're throughout the entire state and they help teach us our history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in that respect, or any building that's over 40 years old falls within Shippo, basically, as we said earlier. Mm-hmm. So, you look across those divisions from state forestry, uh, Nevada Division of Environmental Protection, drinking water, you know, it's, everything is influenced through the entire state to this oh. department.
1: Environmental protection comes up because I'm thinking of East Palestine and Ohio and, and the issues they're having there with the, the air impact, the water impact, just the quality of life impact that happens. Um, so toxic spills. And I had actually read recently that N-Dep, um was, there was, a, there was an oil tanker that spilled somewhere near the Truckee River. And NDEP was actually very effective in keeping the oil away from the river. So again, that's something that impacts everybody. In, 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 that we don't even know what's happening that it can help.
6: Keep the environment clean. End up actually oversees the petroleum fund, Mm -hmm. which you know goes looks at those type of things and helps provide cleanup, you know, in emergency situations and also just you know further reaching, you know, something that they found from the past. That fund will help come reclamate.
1: Oh interesting. Okay. And there are several reclamation sites, including the Carson River, which that now, that's more of a federal, though. That's a, isn't that a Superfund right. site? That okay. is a
6: federal Superfund site on the Carson River. Some additional funds are coming forward in that. I think of about a million dollars or so uh, to try to further reclimate that particular site. But we also work within the like the Anaconda, mm-hmm. which is in Earrington, looking at uh, Three Kids Mine down in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those different sites, and trying not necessarily have those go to Superfund. Sometimes when they go to Superfund, they're harder to clean up. Yep. Because it requires a lot more red tape, so we're trying to get the right parties to step forward right now and just agree to get them cleaned up.
1: I know years ago, looking at the Carson River, there's just um, it's mercury that's in the the sand itself. So unless you dredge the Carson River, you really can't clean it up that well, I would think. But I don't know. Are they looking at alternatives to that? Well, some
6: of that they go in and they try to reclimate the soil and dig down because some of it is from older you know, mining operations, Mm -hmm. how the mercury got there. There were some naturally occurring, but there were some that was added through the mines. And so they're going into that. uh, You know, when you have a very high flow within the Carson River, you have a little bit more dilution uh, just due to the numbers, where when the Carson River's at its lowest points is when you tend to have a higher concentration. Uh, But again, like this year, we're going to have immense flows, but I think it's going to last over a longer period of time. If you look at the first series of storms, it was almost like a glacier in many respects. It was so frozen. It's going to take a long time to melt off. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, in the next couple of weeks with this current level, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I get worried about the Truckee River yep. uh, in, in that respect. The Carson River has a pretty good capacity to convey it down to Lake Lahontan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and They kind of had a very good year in that respect. And luckily, that
1: reservoir is a two-year reservoir, so it should hold over. Oh, that's great. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this.
3: Love and Luck are in the air at Carson Valley Inn. $1,000 winners guaranteed every drawing night. Up to $7,500 every Saturday. And $15,000 in grand prize giveaways Friday, March 31st. It's the Love and Luck giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn.
7: Get every bit of local news you need from the RJNLVRJ.com.
5: Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over one in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail.
3: R-A-N-N-V dot
7: Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology like this electronic eye that will apply the brakes automatically. But the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevadas. We thank you.
2: southwest specialties creative distinctive beautiful
3: win some leprechaun loot during the seventy five thousand dollar all cash go green giveaways more than 150 winners in all find your pot of gold with fifteen thousand dollars in weekly cash giveaways guaranteed and twenty five thousand in grand prize giveaways including a fifteen thousand cash top prize it's a good
1: time to win at tamarack casino
0: this is nevada newsmakers
1: and we're back on nevada newsmakers with james settlemeyer the director of conservation and natural resources so a personal question, how is the transition from the Senate to a, the, the state employment? Is it, has it been fun, challenging? What do you think?
6: Like I said, I never you know, thought about it. It was just one of those opportunities that the governor asked, and I was pleased to step forward. Uh, Like I said, it's really a much more deeper dive than what I was dealing with in the Nevada legislature. Mm -hmm. But a fascinating experience and it's just great to learn so much about the state. You know, I've taken it upon myself to kind of get out and look at some of those historic markers throughout the state and try to learn a little bit more. Even though I've lived in Nevada my entire life, it's amazing how much I don't know Mm -hmm. about the history.
1: Yeah. Well, it's fascinating, too, that there's, we are such a public land place. Obviously, 86% of our land is federally owned, but it's also open spaces and how we work those open spaces and protect them, um, but also utilize them. So the division of minerals is under you, and lithium is now, oh is it or not? No, Oh it's not, okay, you're not minerals, okay. But you've got all this mining that's gonna be happening, um, and I'm sure NDEP is looking at, Nevada Department of uh, uh, Protection is looking at that. What are you seeing in this, I don't know, the lithium, I mean we're talking about how Nevada is lithium heavy. Um, How do you see NDEP playing a role in that?
6: Well, within the Department of Environmental Protection, they're, of course, you know, responsible for the permitting of air quality and things of that nature. Dealing with those mines, You'd division water resources, if you're taking the lithium brine, if you're going that way mm-hmm. out of the ground. And then there's new proposals to actually then try to take the lithium itself out and then re-inject the substance back into the water table. And so there's discussions on that proving of concept and seeing how that goes forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, Within that, you know, there's a large desire to look at the electrification of the auto industry, and part of doing that though is you have to have the substances, the lithium, the copper. Uh, You know, the concept to me of going to another country to get that and then shipping it here isn't very environmentally sound. Right. Uh, Not very green, in my opinion. Uh, so I, I think that Nevada has the ability to do it. And the United States of America has the ability to do it in a safer, cleaner way. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can you know move forward on that aspect. Of course, as we discussed earlier, a lot of those things will end up in litigation. Sadly, and a very long, lengthy process. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, the Thacker Mine is Thacker Pass Mine is definitely in long-time litigation. Um, and, but as we do that electrification, we also have to look at extending power lines and expanding the power grid. Uh, the governor talked about wanting to be more energy independent. Uh, Nevada Energy is talking about building new new plants. But there's environmental impacts to all of that, too.
6: Well, the transmission lines from you know north to south in order to link them together, and then the aspect of geothermal. Mm -hmm. you know we have some great resources as well to generate power with so you know not just solar but I always look at geothermal as being a a very good key to the future of State of Nevada's energy independence because again it provides it 24 7 365 Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's more reliable in in that aspect you don't have to have other plants being able to spin up during you know uh, the nighttime. Mm
1: -hmm. So how closely are you working with the Las Vegas water folks?
6: The Las Vegas Water Authority, uh, Southern Nevada Water Authority, Nevada. you know, in that respect, we have meetings all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a bill coming out. I, th- I think it just dropped about last week, their omnibus bill that kind of incorporates all their issues or problems or resolutions and their mm-hmm. hope. Uh, so, no, clearly we work with them, you know, to do our best. But primarily, though, they get their water out of the Colorado, right? which, you know, as far as drinking water doesn't necessarily come from the same sources as Division of Water Resources. Mm-hmm. So the Colorado River Commission deals with that, not us.
1: And how much do you work with the Colorado River Commission?
6: A little bit, but again, okay. they operate kind of independently as they start to now, in periods of extreme drought, mm-hmm. having to try to negotiate or renegotiate those particular allocations.
1: Well, in California so far has been the one state that didn't want to sign on to it, right? Which doesn't, doesn't help get to a communi- uh, the six-state resolution when one of the states well, doesn't play.
6: Not only that, okay. you go into the other aspect of other countries. You True. have to remember that Mexico is a, a party to that as well mm-hmm. after the fact. They weren't originally included, but then the desire to have kind of minimum in-stream flows to help some of their wetlands out down within the other side of the
1: border. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So do you have some priorities for your time? And I know you're new to the job, so you're still figuring out things, but what are some of your priorities for your job?
6: Well, within that, you know, unfortunately, through what happened with the pandemic, we have vacancies. Mm -hmm. And those vacancies sometimes create backlogs. And so to me, what we need to do as a state is step forward and process those backlogs and get things caught up. That's my first priority is to kind of get through the problems of the past that were created.
1: And I imagine there are a lot of uh, engineering type of jobs. I mean, these are specialized positions, I would think.
6: So between, I mean, if you look at all the different divisions that are there, we have some that are as low as 5%, which is kind of standard vacancy rate. Mm-hmm. And we have some that are as high as 23%, 24%, uh, which we're fortunate compared to, you know, unfortunately, DOT, Department of Transportation, in the middle of this snowstorm. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are 60%, 70% vacant oh, on snow plow drivers and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of that goes to the federal rules requiring, you know, commercial driver's license,
1: mm-hmm.
6: which is necessary to operate a, a vehicle of that size. But some of the recent changes in laws have created problems trying to find those
1: mm-hmm. jobs. Well, the state of Nevada is hiring, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> think it, everybody is, though. So. Well, it is true. Yeah, and you're competing with everybody.
6: You're yeah. competing with the private sector. And that's why I appreciated the governor's tact of actually trying to give people a raise, rather than creating more positions that we can't find people for. Yeah. SO IT MAKES A LOT MORE SENSE TO TRY TO actually ENCOURAGE PEOPLE TO STAY WITHIN STATE EMPLOYMENT AND MAKE IT MORE ATTRACTIVE TO GO TO STATE EMPLOYMENT.
1: YEAH. WELL, I APPRECIATE YOUR TIME. I APPRECIATE YOU TAKING OVER NOW THIS POSITION IN THE STATE GOVERNMENT AND THANK, thank YOU FOR YOUR SERVICE TO OUR STATE. THANKS FOR HAVING ME. ALL RIGHT, YOU BET. WE'LL BE RIGHT BACK AFTER THIS.
0: WHAT DO YOU COUNT ON? YOU COUNT ON YOUR POWER EVERY DAY. AT NV ENERGY, WE'VE ALWAYS POWERED WHAT'S IMPORTANT TO YOU, BUT WE'RE NOT LOOKING AT THE PAST. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it.
3: Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress. With Nevada's only transplant center and verified burn center, the science is here. With award-winning cardiologist and the state's only dedicated heart failure clinic, the talent is here. With Nevada's most advanced robotic surgery, the technology is here. And with the Silver State's only designated pediatric trauma center, hope is here. All because we are here. UMC.
1: Each day, the Children's Advocacy Alliance partners with leaders, legislators, and families across Nevada to improve children's health, education, economic well-being, and safety. We recognize Nevada will be no better than the state of its children. Be a part of this change. Be a supporter of the Children's Advocacy Alliance. For more information, go to caanv.org. Thanks for watching and listening. You can see any of our videos on nevadanewsmakers.com. Thanks again.